Hello and welcome to this TNT type Brit Rest special, TNT Extreme Reign of Fire exclusive as we look ahead to TNT Extreme first show in Cardiff, Wales as part of the incredible weekend of wrestling action. To help us do that on this special, we have a very special guest. He is the high-flying, death-defying member of Lycos Gym. He overcame seven of the best British junior heavyweights to win the Project X tournament to challenge for the Ultra X Championship. Tom Farewell at Reign of Fire. Please welcome Nico. Angelo, how are we doing? Hey, man. Uh, thank you for the lovely introduction. Um, yeah, I'm doing great. Doing, doing really good. Uh, just off the back of that, especially. So, yeah, doing good. Awesome. Uh, as I say, uh, we talked talk about it off screen. We have had uh, some fantastic uh, guests from the Welsh wrestling scene who have uh, been very complimentary of yourself. So we're excited to have you on our show today to talk about TNT Extreme. Of course, we are TNT, the Great British Wrestling Podcast for Great British Wrestling, as featured on Bodyslam.net, brought to you as well by Jonas Podcasting Network. I'm your host, the Great British Staffy, Mr. Andrew Moandi to most. And as always, I am joined by Big Daddy Dan, Mr. Daniel Allen, just down for short. Hey, and it's brilliant to have you on, Nico. Um, as you mentioned, we've had a few guys on recently who've been talking about you and your incredible technique and style. Um, being very highly complimented by the likes of Billy Hayes and Brendan White. And it seems the entire Welsh scene absolutely love you. Uh, well, I, I'm hoping, hoping that way. Um, Brendan and Billy are both close friends of mine and um, trained a lot, worked a lot, spent a lot of time with Billy Hayes during lockdown. I became really close friends with Brendan recently. And um, I don't know, part of my goal as well as like just being a good wrestler is helping as many people as I can on the way and just trying to help build as much as possible, especially in the Welsh scene. So seems like it's uh, paying off. Now, of course, this, uh, not, sorry, not this weekend, but next weekend, the following weekend after next, you've got this huge, huge weekend of wrestling over in Cardiff, Wales, starting with the WWE you got ICW, you've got Progress, and of course you've got TNT Extreme. How big is this for Welsh wrestling? What does um, it mean for Welsh wrestling? Massive. There's, there's not been an event like this in Wales with this kind of gathering for a very long time, um, ever, to be honest, with, with all the uh, independent promotions also taking advantage of the weekend and then just going out there and trying to just smash it there's gonna be a lot of eyes on everybody considering who's gonna be around so i wouldn't be surprised if some bigger names are going to turn up to these smaller events and um i don't know scout i guess but um there definitely will be some names out there it would have been better if uh i don't know maybe some guys didn't get their jobs taken away and they could have been on a uh Big WWE Welsh event with some Welsh wrestlers showing that bit of pride, but uh, it is a little ridiculous releasing your very high quality Welsh talent just before a big show. I mean, it is unbelievable. <laughs> to be honest, it's gross. I, I honestly, I, I think it's foul that they did that, especially just before, like just just before the. The big Welsh event, just getting rid of all your Welsh talent. That's just. Well, Ho hopefully, hopefully it'll mean. Oh, sorry, go for 
of course won't be able to work many of the indie shows because they'll be under non-competes yeah sadly they will but um well hopefully hopefully a bunch of them just go you know what i got nothing else to lose may as well just compete anyway so <laughs> yeah gonna, i mean what are they gonna do Thackham? Eddie Dennis has certainly shown uh, up on a few uh, shows already, so uh, who knows whether he might uh, drop an appearance on. And, of course, Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan Webster may not be able to wrestle, but they can certainly make an appearance at these low sh- at these shows still, I assume. As long as they don't actually compete, they can... St- I don't know, uh, but uh, as I say, it, it is a bit big, big shame. Uh, and... Uh, you yourself, you've grown up on that Southwest scene, uh, and uh, you've grown up through that Southwest Wales scene with companies like Attack and Dragon Pro. What was that like working with those sort of like promotions as as your starting point? Um, oh, I got a major, I, I'd say, quite lucky start. Um, once I eventually got over to Dragon Pro, um, I had some experiences in wrestling before I got over, but it was not great. Um, but when I got to Dragon Pro, it was like this whole new world of wrestling kind of opened up to me. And I put as much hard work in as possible. I was leaving the house at four o'clock in the afternoon to get to training for like seven till 10. And then I wasn't getting back until two in the morning. And I was doing that five days a week just for a couple of hours of training. And that was the constant thing. And a lot of people took notice and just gave me a shot. Um, and as soon as I got given that shot and attack, it was a major trial by fire. It was, here you go, see if you can hang. And just kept on going, kept on hanging, kept on doing better and better and better and better. And um, eventually got given a couple of main event spots. And um, yeah, it went really well. And I, to be honest, I'm really sad that it's gone yes uh of course uh brendan's taking over now at, at new wave uh wrestling uh and yes. i think mike hitchman's going to be returning as a coach possibly uh but of course you've joined up with lycos jim uh since then what's it been like uh working with lycos jim as part of the like i team i guess uh so i was around attack with lycos and he was kind of like my my go-to guy that kind of just helped me out all the way through. And it was just kind of this, right, we need to take Nico under our wing a little bit now. And it got to the point where I was a bit bit like, do I need to be taken under their wing here? Do I push on myself? But there was so much that was on offer and so much fun, I guess, to be had with it that I was just like, it was a no-brainer and just really enjoyed the time so far with them. You've kind of got your own style as part of the team, though, haven't you? Obviously, you don't wear the mask. You've got the uh, wolf skull on your uh, entrance jacket. Yeah. I've just got, like, little um, homages to, like, Austrian on my gear. And then my style, especially recently, is kind of a lot more hard-hitting, heavy lifting with an occasional bit of flying like 
I'm really trying to adapt to becoming this hard-hitting high flyer. Yes, I've seen you do some death-defying high flying, uh, jumping off balconies uh, with Creation Pro, and of course, yeah. recently at Project X. Uh, are you planning anything special for this show? Any uh, highlights we might want to look out for? Uh, depends on the venue, to be honest. It's, um, actually, it doesn't usually depend on the venue. I kind of <laughs> just do it. I even if they tell me not to, I'm just going like, well, I'll. Uh, ask forgiveness kind of thing rather than uh, permission um but if there is some type of apparatus then we could have uh, have a bit of fun excellent uh, now of course you go on you did make your tnt extreme debut in 2020 it was a, a dark match against a uh, fellow lycos gym member kid lycos too uh, what was it like uh, getting your first shot at TNT Extreme? Um, very comfortable. Um, knew I wasn't out of place. Knew I was in the in the right place with the right people. Um, like us two, I've wrestled previously and always had fun ones with them. So it was just a very comfortable, right, show them what I can do type of thing. And that was actually a, I think that was a qualifier for the previous Project X. Oh, I think. Oh, was that where he would, because of course he went on to win the first ever Project X to become the inaugural Ultra X champion. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. There we go. Because uh, uh, currently... He lost it to Scotty Rourke, who lost it to Mark Haskins, who recently lost it to Mr. Tom Farewell. Yes, indeed. Uh, since then, you kind of became a semi-regular on the uh, TNT Ignition shows. What was the main difference between the TNT Extreme and the Ignition shows, did you find overall? Um, a lot more hungry, up-and-coming talent on the Ignition shows uh, that really wanted to try and show themselves show everybody what they could do to get that um like opportunity to do some uh, bigger things um locker rooms are great um crowd wise a lot more supportive really i found i, I found um there was not much even though you had people on that they didn't like you know they were really supportive you said about having um, more hungry up-and-comers. Anyone that particularly stood out to you in that locker room? Um, it was at the time uh, Tom Tower, to be honest. Yeah, Tom Tower. Yeah, he uh, grew up becoming the known as the Prince of Ignition, uh, winning in the uh, Powered Up briefcase very recently. Now, you were part of an incredible triple threat match at uh, TNT Extreme's Extreme Field Show, uh, which is a huge rock and wrestling festival uh, day. What's it like being part of that show? Well, then we'll talk about the match itself. Well, long day, long, long day. But um, it was a nice, unique little experience. Um, everybody seemed to have a good time with it. Like it was... A ridiculous amount of people there in terms of wrestlers as well as as fans so it was uh enjoyable across the board 
but a very, very long, tired day, especially when we were on later on in the day. Uh, you had an incredible match. It was Scotty Rock and Robbie X. And talk about three incredible uh, junior heavyweights, I guess, uh, if you'd like to call them that. Yeah. Amazing performance in that match. And what was it like to face off against uh, Robbie X, one of the best in Britain, and Scotty Rock, a fellow up-and-comer who's really beginning to shine right now? Um, I'd wrestled Robbie previously. Um, he was one of my first, I guess, trial by fires that I had at the uh, attack. And um, I always had decent chemistry with, with uh, Robbie. Recently wrestled him at uh, Rev Pro as well. So going into this, I was just like, I know what I, I'm, I know what I got to deal with here. You know, um, he, Robbie is the best cruiserweight unsigned in in Europe. Like that's just like fact. To be honest, he's he's ridiculous level. Yeah, um, it's simple fact. <laughs> oh yeah, um, Scotty Rourke. Um, I haven't had the chance, apart from that triple thread, to be in the ring with him. Um, but I've been liking what I've seen. And he is a uh, also a fellow mental health advocate and really tries to push that. So as a, as a person, great dude. Great, great dude. Excellent. Uh, Daniel, I know as a counsellor, do you want to talk about some of the mental health uh, charities? <laughs> uh, well, I'm a district counsellor um, as opposed to a mental health counsellor. Um, but... <laughs> No, um, I, I do work with a couple of different um, mental health charities. Um, the sure. biggest thing is talking. The biggest thing is making sure that you talk. Um, yes. I'm sure you agree with that. Um, 100%. And yeah, I, it's, it's good to see that there's more talk about mental health in general and men's mental health. Um, Gary Ward is a big advocate of that as well um, over at Russell Carnival. Um, so excellent work. Thank you for doing that. Oh, thank you, mate. Because you're the uh, you're the one that's uh, doing the important jobs here. Um, Project X. You came overcame seven other incredible British junior heavyweight competitors, including I'm not going to say favourites of the show. They they kind of are favourites of the show. Friends of the show, um, the close personal friends, uh, Callum Newman. Maverick Mayhew, Jim Lander, and Danny Black, and the 0121. What was it like having that kind of grouping? And were you aware that Andy picked you as the winner from the very first moment it was announced? Oh, I did not, but the man's got good choice. Good, good taste. Um, what was it like against... So CPF recently have been, uh, I guess, taken over the, the, the cruiserweight part of the scene in terms of popularity. Um, and all of them I've known for for a, a, a decent amount of time. I can remember popping up on shows, even just like helping out at certain promotions. Joe Lando's there helping out as well. Um, I can remember oh, Callum Newman when we um, both did the frontline um, thing that uh, Will Ospreay used to run. So we were both the Young Lions there. Uh, so it's it's nice now getting into these kind of situations where we're in the tournament and not on the outsides, you know. And of course, Leon Slater is unbelievable. Um, he's only 17 and that blows my mind. Um, but he has, he's been doing it for a good amount of time, which makes you feel a little bit better, but he's, he's unreal for 17, unreal. 
and uh, there is just a man. Now, of course, you faced uh, Kid Lycos 2 once again uh, in your qualifying match to make it to the finals. And you took a nasty injury during the match to, uh, uh, but still overcame to go on and win. What was that like and how bad was it? <laughs> um, just a sprain to my ankle. So it wasn't like too bad long term, but sprains take a while to kind of heal through. So I've still got a bit of support on the ankle. But um, in terms of overcoming it in the match, it was a good thing. I kind of had a teammate in there, even though he's a bit of a shitty wolf and he <laughs> did uh, take advantage of that ankle. But I can't expect, I got to expect that really. I've got to expect that. Yeah. Can't expect anything less from a Lycos. No. When you, when they, when they see a, a, an injury, they'll go for it. Even though uh, they're on my, even though they're on my side, you know, I'm, I'm still looking around my, uh, <laughs> around my shoulder. Then you had the, it was the final, it was Man Like Derice, Leon Slater, and just Joe Lando. And all four of you just started doing some insane things in the Project X match, which of course was uh, the Ultimate X from TNA match. What was it like being in that matchup? Um, not going to be around the bush of this. Terrifying looking up at where we are going to be jumping off of and hanging off of and wrestling in, to be honest. So I arrived at the venue and scoped out what I was thinking of doing. And it kind of gets to you, you know, you've got to obviously practice and not practice, but like test out all the equipment <laughs> and terrifying. Just just standing up there, knowing that it is legitimately 30 feet to the floor, it's a long, long way down. It was an incredible show, and uh, you guys absolutely all killed it, that, uh, that show. All four of you did some insane things off the apparatus. Well, technically all eight of you, because despite certain people being eliminated, pretty much everybody ended up helping out their friend in that match. Yeah, that was part of the, the problem going into the tournament, to be honest. It was, again, it was looking over your shoulder, trying to make sure that CPF and the 0121 don't pop out and do anything. And it was a good thing that Lycos was, uh, Lycos 2 was having a good day because he came out to make sure that I was all right instead of taking advantage of my bloody uh, my ankle. Eh? He was making up to you for taking advantage earlier. Yeah, he was. He felt a bit guilty, eh? <laughs> and of course, it was at that very same show that Tom Felwell would capture the Ultra X Championship after cashing in that power-up briefcase. Were you shocked by his actions? No, I would have done the same. I, I, re I really would have done the same. There was an opportunity there that was uh, triple threat and known for being quite brutal as... Uh, no rules, really. So he did the right thing at the right time and took the right opportunity. Haskins is uh, he's a badass, let's be fair. Um, mine's a killer. And to knowing who he's defended against and how, how well he's been defending himself, 
he took the opportunity and then that's, that's what he should have done and I would have done the same. Now, of course, you've cashed in your opportunity uh, for Reign of Fire. Did you see the Welsh show and go, right, if I win this, I'm challenging whoever's in charge at Reign of Fire? Home crowd, home turf. I've got the opportunity. I've got the advantage. I know what I'm doing with this. This was just a case of there's no messing around. I'm not waiting for a certain opportunity. Now is the uh, is the point to do this, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to beat Telwell in front of the home Welsh crowd, and we're going to have a really great night because of it. I can imagine the sound of the crowd. If you do uh, pick up that victory, I, I think it's going to. Uh, what's it going to mean to you to, to to pick up the victory in that situation? Um, I've never won a, a belt in front of the home crowd. Uh, whenever I've won any championships, it's always been someone else's turf in a different part of the country. So this will be a uh, a first, and it'll mean mean the world to me with this. And so it's. it's the opportunity isn't going to go amiss. But I doubt it's going to be an easy belt to take. No. Considering I've been around Thelwell all the way through the ignition trip that he's had, and I can also remember one of his first um, experiences with the wrestling in the West, which was um, at Attack. And he was good then, and now he's better. And now he's been working through ignition, and he's starting to really find himself just at about the same time that I'm finding myself. So this will be a, a really strong clash and uh, we'll see who comes out on best. Now, if you were to win the Ultra X Championship, uh, what would be next? Who are some of the uh, top British cruiserweights or some European, if you'd like as well, and maybe even throw in one world uh, cruiserweight who would you like to defend a title against if you were to go on to win it? I'm challenging the best as soon as I can. If uh, when I will, it's no if when I win it. Gonna be positive with this when I win it. Um, Connor Mills, ODMO, LJ Cleary, Robbie X, Mark Haskins, and then. In terms of an international talent, let's go with. <laughs> let's just let's just throw one out there, Ishimori. That'll be fun. I'd like to see that. <laughs> I, I would definitely get 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 on that one, Jay. You know you yeah. need to. <laughs> now, of course, obviously. Well, my... Sorry. Sorry, just one name that didn't come up there who I would love to see you against, and it might be that this has happened and I've missed it, but it's Daz Black up at ICW. Ah, no, I am. Um, so I'm not that um, in on with the, um, the, the Scottish scene, really. Um, I've not done much up in Scotland, um, but I have seen bits of Daz Black, and um, yeah, that would be a good one. I would, I would, I would really like that. So um, add him into that group and let's give it a go. Definitely. I, I love that list. It had so many. I mean, the British junior weight scene is one of the best scenes in the world right now. I think with high caliber matches, uh, the, the British cruiserweight scene is really up there. 
so many amazing performances. Now, of course, you're not you have not the only match on the card. Uh, you got the VIP match, Big Guns Joe, Simon Miller. Uh, Kings of the North versus Bolarama. So I know Bolarama are a team coming out of Wales. Uh, I know a lot about LK Mesinger. I don't know so much about Splits McPins. So uh, Bolarama were a group that came out of Attack originally. Um, and there was a big uh, falling out between the two at uh, a, a previous time. And they've overcome their differences and found the love for each other again. And they're back to uh, trying to show everybody their love for bowling and wrestling. <laughs> Should be a very entertaining match. Uh, Tate Mayfairs versus Jay Joshua, another superstar, Welsh superstar who's going to be making their debut. Jay Joshua, phenomenal uh, big man, very technically sound. What a great competitor. Yeah, he's great. Um, lovely guy as well. Like, again, there seems to be a lot of that coming out of Wales at the moment. Just a bunch of lovely dudes. We all trained the same place. All come up together. Uh, we're at the same times. I'm looking forward to watching it. Especially because I get to see him slap Tate around. Tateness is greatness. Tateness is greatness. He is undefeated at the moment as well. So could Jay hand him his very first loss? Now, I know you're very excited for this next match, Daniel. I am Session Moth Martina versus Mad Kurt. I don't think we will see such a technical masterpiece um, as this for quite a long time. What are your thoughts towards this match? Mad, Kate, Mad Kurt's a lunatic. So, um, I don't know, Session Moth better have her uh, thinking cap on because uh, if any of you have seen Mad Kurt with his Osprey, you know that he's not just a... Uh, not just a bit of a nutter. He's uh, and not just a Twitter troll. He can actually hang. That's exactly what I said when I saw that match. Yeah, he's, uh, and I'm just looking forward to the fun. Secret really, secretly knows what he's doing. He kind of reels you in like a fish, thinking, "Oh, you know, he can't really do anything. He's just mad, Kurt." But uh, we'll see. Indeed, another match I know you're excited for here. Visage versus Chamonix, um, with the winner facing Effie at GCW versus TNT. I love both of them. Um, but I have got a bit of a soft spot for Chamonix. I think they're just amazing. Incredible uh, competitors. You've uh, the Royal Aces will be in action, although they have not announced their opponents yet. Uh, we could see teams like uh, the Liverbirds, Angel Hayes, and Lithievo defend their tag team championships, the She Wolves, or the Uprising. Or is there possibly anyone else you think might show up to uh, face off against the uh, the Royal Aces? There's a couple of tags that uh, could be hopping around. Hey, there's been a lot of releases lately as well, so you never know who could pop up. This is true. And then, of course, main event match, probably uh, yourself versus Tom Farewell, Ultra X Championships. Any last words for your competitor? I got a lot of respect for Farewell. I wish him no ill heart in this. Um, we'll go in. We'll have a good one best man comes out that's all it needs to be quite simply put there 
Now, are you going to have merch on the table? Um, I am going to be getting some new merch coming out soon for this weekend. Um, so, get some new shirts out. But, uh, maybe it's made by tens. We'll see. Excellent. Uh, will they be able to pick him up if they're not at the show? Uh, yes, I'll be doing an online uh, pre-order as well. And uh, then from there, I uh, might put some up on a big top, big cartel. Super. So everybody tune in to, well, go check out uh, TNT Extreme, Brain of Fryer, Cardiff, Wales, uh, 4th of September at the Tram Shed. It's going to be an absolutely fantastic show. There's going to be so many incredible performers there. It's going to be just a massive thing to do. And if you want to check out uh, more about TNT Extreme or some of their past shows, you can do so now on Pro Wrestling TV, which is available app or on your computer. And it's completely free to use. It is the first uh, service that has adverts. So no fees. Go check out TNT Extreme. Um, with that said, uh, just don't feed the trolls. <laughs>